In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The rich man didn't get to heaven at the end of his life. And the reason was not because he was rich. That's one thing that we have to understand when we're trying to see what the point of Jesus is in this parable. It's not mainly because he was rich, but it's because of what he did with his wealth and his riches. It's because of how he lived his life. And we see that in the very first words of Jesus and how he introduces this man. First of all, he says very simply that he was a rich man. That's the first introduction that we have of him. He was a rich man. And this is the only parable in which Jesus gives a name to one of the characters. So he gives a name to one character, Lazarus, but he doesn't give a name to the first character to show us that there is a distinction. That Lazarus, who was the poor man in the story, has a name, he has an identity. And the name Lazarus actually means, God is my help. And so Lazarus is known by his identity of being poor both in this world, physically, and also poor in spirit, relying on God for his help, and having God as his main priority in life, so much so that at the moment that he died, he was carried right into heaven by the angels. And then we have this rich man who was known not by an identity of being a child of God, or of having God as any priority in his life, but he was known by his riches. That was his main identity. There was a rich man. And after Jesus describes him as that, he goes on to talk about how he lived his life. He says, He was clothed in purple and fine linen, and he feasted sumptuously every day. Now Jesus never says it's wrong to wear nice clothes, and he never says it's wrong to feast. But the problem with this man is that he was doing it every day. That was his identity, is what he wore, is how he presented himself, and, and what he ate, how much he fed himself, not only with food, but obviously with his other desires as well. So that was this man's identity, that every day he was feeding himself so much, and he was just indulging in the pleasures of this world, and to, an, to a disorderly extent. And he cared only about how he looked, about how he presented himself to other people. And this led that man to ignore the poor man that was at his door. It's like the Gospel says, the writings of St. Paul we hear, that it's not money itself that is the root of all evil, but it's the love of money that is the root of all evil. And this man loved money. And Jesus actually, right before this, He said, you cannot serve two masters. You cannot love both God and wealth. You have to pick one. One has to be the priority. And yes, money is necessary in our lives for us to make a living. It's good to try to be successful. It's good, obviously, to, to provide for your children, for your family. But it's not good when making money is the main priority because when it is the main priority, the human heart cannot handle that. There will be so much greed and there will never be enough. For one who loves money, there is never enough. 
But for one who loves God above all things, God will order that person's life. God, if God is the main priority in a person's life, God will show that person how to live properly. God will reveal to that person that there are people that are in need that may be right outside of the door. And so when this man stood before the judgment seat of God, which we all will obviously do one day, no matter how much money, no matter, no matter how much power we have in this world, we will all stand before God's judgment seat. And this man stood before God's judgment seat. And God did not care. God did not ask him how much money he had, how many nice clothes he had, how he dressed himself, how much food he ate, how much he indulged in his desires. That did not matter at the end. All that mattered at that moment was, did he help Lazarus or not? And the same thing will be the case for us. God is not going to ask us how much we had. We can't take any of this stuff with us when we stand before God's judgment seat. All that will matter is, did we do the will of God in our lives? And that's what Jesus says on multiple occasions when He talks about, about judgment, about salvation. Did you help those that, are, that were in need, the least of these my brethren? Did you see me and all of those people? Or did you see yourself as the ultimate God in this world and just indulge in the desires of this world? And like I said, it's not wrong to enjoy things in this world, but it's wrong to make them the main priority. Because when we make the things of this world the main priority in life, we will not see those that are in need. We will neglect those that are right outside of our door. And this is maybe not just about those that are in need physically, but it could also be about those that are in our lives that are so close to us, like how Lazarus was close and close a proximity to the rich man and it could be about those people who simply need us but if we are so consumed with riches and with material things we may forget about those that really need us in our lives and indeed we see this happening unfortunately in a lot of our families we see so much division happening in our community and in our families over money we see brothers not talking to their brothers and to their sisters, to their cousins, people not speaking with their parents over financial issues. This is not the will of the Lord. And this is because people in this world don't put God as the main priority. And they don't understand that we will all stand before God's judgment seat. And the most important thing in our lives is to make sure that we are faithful to God first above all else. And we also see many people who provide for their children only financially. And they don't provide or they leave others to provide for them spiritually and, and mentally as well. And it's the parents' job to make sure that the children not only have a roof over their heads, not only have food on the table, not only have a good education, but that they have a relationship with God. And this is the most important duty of a parent for their children. It's all about what we prioritize, what we place as the most important thing in our lives. If God is first, if we seek first the kingdom of God as Jesus says, then all these things will be ours as well. 
God knows what we need. God knows what our heart will be truly satisfied with. Not with just this, the things that will give us temporary satisfaction. But He wants to fill our hearts. He wants to show us how much He loves us. How much He wants to give us of Himself and how much He wants us to receive that gift. So that as we receive the gift of God's grace, we will be truly holy, our life will be properly balanced, and our families will be stronger, they will be more holy, they will be built on a solid foundation of God and of the truth of our faith, and then God will truly bless us according to His way and in His time, and ultimately He will not only give us the gift of being with Him for all eternity, but He will also give us the gift of being truly happy on this earth because He is our Creator and He knows how we will be truly happy. And, it's, and it is if we have a good and strong relationship with Him as we grow in love, as we receive His grace in our lives. Amen.